I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they go. The Ringer has written something that has uh, <laughs> gotten under your skin. Uh, taking a... Uh, you know, I guess, was it a shot at Harden, basically? Yeah, so, and I think it was a good article overall. Um, Zach Cram wrote an article for The Ringer about, you know, the Sixers' improvement, and mm-hmm. you know, they look more like a a normal, good team. But he had a paragraph in here that I, I wanted to just pick out a little bit. It said, over. Uh, Embiid d- doesn't have a true co-star to measure up against multi-star outfits like the Celtics, Bucks, and Nets. Harden is no longer a top 10 player in the NBA, let alone an MVP candidate. And so I just want to dwell on this for one second. Okay. None of the Celtics, Bucks, and Nets have a second player in the top 10 or an MVP candidate, right? Like Correct. Kevin Durant, MVP candidate, top 10 player. We both agree on that. Jason Mm -hmm. Tatum, MVP candidate, top 10 player, MVP candidate. Giannis Antetokounmpo, MVP candidate, top 10 player. Jalen Brown, Kyrie Irving, and Chris Middleton are not on that level, right? Like, they're all top 25 players. They're not clearing any either of those thresholds that that are are laid out there. I'm not sure Chris Middleton is deaf. I know you're just throwing a 25 out there, but to kind of emphasize your point, Harden is better than Chris Middleton, I think. Um, and I didn't feel that at the beginning of the year. Uh, Jalen Brown, you can debate. You know, I think Harden does way more on the offensive end than Jalen Brown does, but as an overall player, you can debate that. Kyrie, certainly we know what he can do. But to your point, to me, this sounds like something I would have written if I was only casually watching the Sixers and wasn't doing this pod with you. Like, I think well, he's he's underselling how good Harden has been this year. And also, we saw Kate, or Harden play with KD and Kyrie. Yeah. He was firmly the second best player on that team, and that was like a compromised version of Harden, right? Like, mm-hmm. Kyrie had to take the backseat in the, in the ball handling and all that to James Harden. James Harden ran that team. So yeah. to suggest that, like, I, look, I get it. Kyrie's a little younger. He's a more dynamic scorer, all that stuff. But, like, to say that he's, like, not at Kyrie's level is just really silly given that, one, they played together and we saw how that worked. Two, that Kyrie historically, like, if Kyrie's been the guy on the team, that dude has won jack shit without an all-time talent next to Good him. Good point. He leaves LeBron, goes to Boston, when he was available for the playoff series there, had like nuclear meltdowns mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Meanwhile, the Celtics, after he gets hurt, go on a run, beat the Sixers in 2018. He leaves the team. They get even better. They have a- another meltdown in Brooklyn last year when he's there for half the year. Like To suggest that the Brooklyn Nets have like a better number two than James Harden is kind of silly. That like I get it. Kyrie is an ultra talented guy, but he's also 
an absolute wing nut. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know how you could trust him in any way that really matters. So, you know, I just, I take issue with that, not because I think um, that James Harden is on like a completely different level than these guys, but to say that he's a level below all those guys, that's just totally unfair to yeah, and- what he has done this year, the level of production he's offering, like to say it with the Bucks specifically, Chris Middleton hasn't played like most <laughs> yeah, of this year. Yeah. So you're comparing it to a theoretical guy who's going to play. And in that sense, even Kyrie is like a theoretical guy because we don't know what's going to happen with him. He might decide he's going to be anti-Semitic or racist to somebody else or, or there's a new vaccine that he won't reason. take or, you know, he's he's got to attend to a family issue and miss right. like two weeks of the season. Like, I don't know what the hell that guy's going to do. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So if you removed Giannis, Tatum, Embiid, and KD from their teams, I think the Sixers might be the best of those four teams. Just in terms of having somebody that can carry them. Like, cause to your point, when Kyrie's been on his own, he, they've been hot garbage. Chris Middleton can't carry a team on his own. Brown, we could debate. I think that one's a little more interesting, but I think Harden to your point, like if the, if the, if the point of the, the paragraph is to say that basically he doesn't have the running mate that, that other teams do, that other, these other teams do. He's basically saying that he doesn't have someone he can count on if he's not playing well. But I would argue that if all four of those guys left their teams, Harden is the one you would want to have as your number two because he he will be able to most carry the players around him. So I think it might be Milwaukee, but it's such a theoretical. The only reason I say that is, and I, I think better? Middleton is. I think Middleton's probably quote unquote the worst of those guys. Mm-hmm. But I think the structure there is better suited to win without Giannis. Like they have, they have a Brook Lopez who you know he's a, a very good interior defender. They right. would have Drew Holiday as the second guy in the backcourt that. He's hot and cold as an offensive player, but at least like you're getting two-way play out of him every single night. So, but to your point, like, look, I don't think that he is. If you took all those guys out, I don't think he's like a level below any of those guys, no. let alone like multiple levels. So, um, I just I think, and again, I'm not trying to shit on uh, Zach Cram too hard because you know, no, look, man, he wrote he, he watches a lot of basketball, blah blah blah, but like yeah. I think that's a little bit um, ignorant of how hard, how good Harden's been. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 